2: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries, Amelitary, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We
1: stand on the So, if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon.
3: Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled, Spiritual Authority, Gifts.
2: When we talk about then increasing our gifts and things as we pick up on what other, make sure that this is something that that the Lord is directing and not just you. Some some of us listen to a whole lot of stuff that we don't need to listen to. And when we listen to the stuff that we don't need to listen to, all of a sudden we wonder how did we get this, Belief in us that should not be there. It's because we have listened to the wrong thing. I can hear something, but I'm not listening. And I can hear what somebody's saying. You know, I can hear what the world is saying, but that doesn't mean I'm listening to them. Because listen, to listen is to get in my heart. And I don't want that stuff in my heart. I hear them, but I don't, I don't want to get that mess in my heart. Are y'all with me? All right. Okay. Always remember, the Holy Spirit chooses which gifts, talents, or skills you receive from the Lord. Okay. All right. Now let's go to uh, First Corinthians. In everybody got all that? (laughs) Buy the buy the CD. Get the CD. Okay. So uh, let's go to um, First Corinthians, the twelfth chapter and here's some, uh, some critical things in here we, we've we been talking about this these gifts and how important each one of us are to the the body of Christ to each other amen, amen. we are important to one another amen. are you with me so I think last week we got down to uh, what v- verse 21 or something like that anybody keeping track of where, where we going to Anyway, I want to start at verse 22. And I want to look at different, I want to look at different translations beginning with verse 22 because we want to look at something here. I believe that's vitally important. Verse 22 says, in fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. Let's let's look at that again. I want to look at that from the um, God's word. It says the opposite is true. The parts of the body that we think are weaker are the ones we really need. That's what God's word says. God's word says the ones that we think is weaker are the ones we really need. Now uh, here's here's what I've I've seen, you know, in the body of Christ. Even with myself, begin with me, because I'm not I haven't been immune from you know situations. The adversary would cause you, you know, to want to overlook people, not associate with people. Adversary would have you to gravitate toward the ones you see, not the ones you don't see. What this is telling us is that the ones you don't see is really more necessary than the ones that you see. In other words, there are some people, there are some some of you all who are more necessary than I am. Oh, my. Wow. What? He said the parts of the body that we think are weaker are the ones we really need. Watch verse 23. The parts of the body we think are less honorable are the ones we give special honor to. So our unpresentable parts are made more presentable. However, our presentable parts don't need this kind of treatment. God has put the body together and given special honor to the part that doesn't have it Oh, let me back up. Just let's let's go to let's let's go back over to the NLT again. Okay, uh, it says now, uh, in fact, some of the parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most imp- most necessary. I know this is going to hurt some people because everybody won't be seen, and the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that, sh- that should not be seen. We carefully do what? Protect those parts that should not be seen. While the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that, uh, that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This doesn't sound like the church that I grew up in. How about y'all? No, you're supposed to give more honor to the ones, to the seat, even to the pastor. Hey, what I see right here. I don't mean that the pastor's not honored. But the ones that are not seen, this says, deserve to have more honor. Exactly. Amen. Amen. Now, this is real Bible. Yeah. Okay. I'm not teaching religion. Amen. This is Bible. Amen. This is God. Did y'all understand what I'm saying? And the reason that he has given us, he comes down and says it. I think in the next verse, he says, um, yeah, where was I? 25, this makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. Are we understanding this? See, you know, we got to get out of this, you know, um, and seem like the ones who is up front is the whiners. I, don't get no doing I thought I'd be doing a little bit better than this today especially from the ones you know who ain't doing nothing I would to get a whole lot of response from you all <laughs> isn't that right yeah I mean the whiners are the ones you see I mean they whine about everything yeah, you know, if, if you're not showing enough favor to one, they you know they, they whine, and the other one whine. You understand? Because somebody else, the all is, and the ones who not doing anything, they don't whine at all. But they should be the ones who's getting more favor, because these who are up front, they getting the favor. I'm being seen. Do you understand what I'm saying? you, You see me all the time. I really don't want to be seen, but you see me all the time. What's God talking about? He's really talking about how we feel about our importance. And what he's saying is that There is no part of the body that's more important than the other. And he doesn't want any part of the body to feel less important than the other part of the body. He doesn't want someone who's not up front to feel less important than the one who is up front. You're just as important as the one that's up front. Boy, that's big time there. That is really big time there. And when we who are up front begin to treat people less honorable the ones who are not up front, I'm wondering how God feels about you. For me, everybody's the same. We were talking about this, I think it was Wednesday, where, you know, we're just ordinary. Was that Wednesday or was that last Sunday? When was that? Was that Wednesday? Yeah, we're ordinary. We ought to treat one another as ordinary people. We are ordinary as far as the body of Christ is concerned. You know, uh, guys like to help me and sometimes I don't, listen, I'm i No, you know, and I appreciate, you know, because I I have to remind myself that this is their gift to serve me. And I'm you know, I'm always wanting to serve. You understand this where we get over into the place where uh, First Lady was talking on 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 Friday night in foundation where we don't know how to receive. We know how to give, but we don't know how to receive. Yeah, you can be upfront and not know how to receive. It's, well, in my case, anyway, some people, you know, they just want everybody to do everything for them. You know, no matter what, you know, you know, they, and they be telling people to do stuff. I don't, you know, I don't tell nobody to do anything. You know, if you want to do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. I'm just, that's just me. You understand what I'm saying? You know, if, if you are the gift, and you believe that this is what God wants you to do for me, then do it. I don't have to tell you. Why I got to tell you to do something for me when you believe that this is what God wants me to do now if i want if 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 I want you to stop i'm going to tell you to stop, but you do what God has placed on your heart to do for me. I shouldn't have to tell you that That's right. Amen. You, you know no no part of our body has to tell another part do this for me. That's right. I mean, that's, you're the one who, you know, the blood vessels don't have to say, supply us with blood, please. No, the heart just does it. The, The heart just supplies the blood vessels with blood. They are there to support the body and also to transport the blood back to the heart. They just do it. It's just, it's just what they do. (laughs) <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? So it ought to be some things. It's is just what you do. Nobody has to tell you that this is what you should do or shouldn't do. You should just you want to do it. Somebody may have to tell you stop. You understand um, or do it this way because maybe you're doing it a way that is not really helping the person because you're supposed to be a help and not a hindrance. So I may have to tell you how to do it so that you're more excellent for me. But I'm not going to stop you from doing it. y'all. Can y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you see people doing things for you, if that's not the way you like, you know, like, um, you know, I, I, I'm glad we don't have this in, in here. I'm going to tell y'all
0: something.
2: Amen. Yeah. Um, in, in some churches, you know, People always want to bring the past uh you know, want to bake something or you know, cook something for the pastor. And uh you know, to buy something for me or 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 to bake something for me or something like that, it would be it's gonna be very difficult. Amen. <laughs> now. Uh, a couple of things happens. Y'all don't mind me just talking to you today, do you? Because I'm, I'm talking about gifts and what we would do with one another, so you really need to understand this, okay? Um, here's something I said. Um, um, I like peach cobbler. Anybody here make peach cobbler? Anybody in here think they can make peach cobbler? <laughs> I mean, they can raise a hand, but I don't mean. Not, I don't mean. I want them to make me one. I'm just. I just. I just want to know who think they can make peach cobbler. You understand what I'm saying? And this is just. I'm just using this as an example. Okay. Um, but you got your own ingredients that you put into peach cobbler. Your ingredients may not be the ingredients that I want. Because some people who make peach cobbler, whatever. Overdo it with uh, nutmeg. Y'all know what? Nutmeg? Some people don't even know what it is. They don't cook. They don't do no baking. <laughs> or in sugar, in sugar, yeah. Overdo it with sugar. I mean, just it's just like syrup. Well, you got to understand. Now, some people, for some people that might be okay. That would not be okay for me. Are you with me? Yeah. And I'm, I'm just using that as an example. You know, we had somebody oh, years ago.
3: Hey, WAVA family. This is Pastor Jay. Thanks again for tuning in to hear today's radio broadcast. Once again, we've had another dynamic teaching on spiritual authority relating to gifts. After hearing this message, I'm sure you were as blessed as I was and have gained even more insight into the subject matter. I want to take a moment to focus in on a few key points from the lesson. First, we must understand the purpose of having spiritual gifts. The main reason why God has given us spiritual gifts is to supply the body of Christ with what it needs to do the work of the ministry. The Apostle Paul expounds on why God gave us spiritual gifts by saying it's to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And that's found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 12 to 14. This scripture lets us know that as believers, we're all connected by our faith in God. By ministering gifts to one another, we ensure that the body of Christ is functioning at full capacity. We have a mandate from God to support the well-being of our fellow believers. Even before we can minister our gifts to each other, we must understand what our individual gifts are and how to effectively use them. This understanding only comes from developing a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. Jesus is the one that gives the gifts to the body of Christ Holy Spirit knows exactly who we are and how we can be most effective when utilizing our individual gifts. In John the 14th chapter verse 26 of the NIV Jesus mentions the vital role that Holy Spirit has in our lives. He says this He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Even before we can minister our gifts to each other we must understand what our individual gifts are and how to effectively use them. This understanding only comes from developing a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. Jesus is the one that gives the gifts to the body of Christ. Holy Spirit knows exactly who we are and how we can be most effective when utilizing our individual gifts. Family, that's awesome news. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. And when he said all things, he's referring to the all things that pertain to each of us as individuals. Under the guidance and direction of Holy Spirit, we'll know what our gifts are, how to properly use them, and who specifically He wants us to minister our gifts to. Consistently feeding our spirits with the Word of God allows us to receive revelations concerning our gifts. These revelations will help us be more effective in ministry. Amen. God has created us to be successful in our own lives as well as to help bring success in the lives of others. We all want to be the best that we can be, and God placed that desire in our hearts. Although we may aspire to minister our gifts on a large platform, we must channel our efforts to where we currently are and begin ministering to the people in our immediate circles of influence. This includes family, friends, and even co workers. Being willing to minister on a small scale will prove to God that we're humble, we're patient. Trustworthy, as well as remaining teachable in our walk with Christ. As we continue to rely on Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance, our area of ministry will begin to increase because of our faithfulness to God. As we begin to minister to those that are closest to us, there's a chance that they might not be aware or fully understand what your gifts are. That's okay because God is the one that knows you best since he created you. Just like our true identity had to be revealed to us, Our identity will need to be revealed to others as well. So as we allow our individual gifts to be developed and refined, the people around us will begin to see us in the image that he created us in, which is the image of God. Our big brother Jesus experienced this as well when he returned to his hometown. Matthew, the 13th chapter, verses 53 to 57 in the NLT says When Jesus had finished telling these stories and illustrations, he left that part of the country. He returned to Nazareth, his hometown. And when he taught in the synagogue, everyone was amazed and said, Where does he get this wisdom and power to do miracles? Then they scoffed, He's just a carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas all his sisters live right here among us. Where did he learn all of these things? They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. The people in Jesus' hometown could only identify him with the images that can be seen with their natural eyes, such as his appearance, his family, his friends, his geographical location. They failed to see him in a spiritual sense as the Son of God. Despite the people refusing to believe in him, Jesus didn't waver in his faith by losing focus on what his ultimate purpose was. Jesus continued to operate in his gifts by teaching, healing, and casting out demons wherever he traveled. I can remember when the Lord opened an opportunity for me to become the supervisor on my job. I had actually only been working on the job for one year and my supervisor was looking for an assistant who could come from the 15 or so of us who were working for him. I had the least amount of seniority of all 15 other workers, but since the position only required at least one year on the job, I interviewed for it anyway and was awarded the position. Of course, you can imagine the rhetoric and the negative talk that I received because, after all, I had only been there for a year and the other men who interviewed for the position had far more years of experience than I had. Even though I had never been a supervisor before and had the least experience, I relied on Holy Spirit to teach me and to perfect my skills. And after years of supervising these men came time for me to leave and start my own business, some of those same men who were initially speaking against me were asking me to take them with me when I go. In spite of opposition, we must allow Holy Spirit to help us develop our gifts to bring change in the lives of others. In doing so, the body of Christ will be fully supplied which will in effect give God all the glory that he rightfully deserves. Amen. Well family, that's all we have time for today. Once again, thank you for your continuous support of our radio broadcast. We love you, and we'll see you next week, same time, same place.
0: To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m., and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202.